Welcome to the Stream of David. And now, your host, David Strickle. Welcome to the Stream of David show. I'm here today with the master of success, speaker and multiple <laughs> best-selling author, Dan Mangina. <laughs> do, you know, do you know the funny thing, though, Dave? The really, really funny thing is that when, um, when I found out that my mentor had nominated me for, um, for the feature of the Wall Street Journal, I, I didn't know what it was for. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, let's see what happens. It's like, yeah, masters of success. It's like, oh, okay, I'll take that. Thank you. <laughs> so you didn't know I was going to do that, did you? I, I did not know. The master of success. <laughs> well, I like it when I'm introducing someone and they start laughing at their introduction before I can get it out. <laughs> but that's true. You. You, you, you are a master of success and you are a multiple best-selling author and uh, a very high vibrational dude. So I like having you on. I've had you on the podcast well, thank before. You, this is your first time on the radio show, though. So welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This is um, something I've been gearing up to. I'm looking forward to a seeing what goodness comes out of it. We're definitely going to get some blogs out of this and get some more people connecting back with your show because I love what you're doing. Very good. I do appreciate that. So let's kind of dive in. Um, let's, sure. let's not talk about manifesting money right off the bat. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's favorite topic, I know, and I talk about it yeah. plenty, as do you. In fact, your, um, your ebook is The Money Game. Yeah, and I haven't That's... downloaded it, but everyone that has loves it. So at the end of oh, this brilliant. broadcast, you're going to give out uh, how, to, how to get the money game, right? Oh, definitely. Um, um, what we'll do, um, I will, yeah, we'll do that and we'll make sure we give someone something nice and free and lovely as well. As we sit, we'll see what, what resonates. There's a couple of different options. We'll make sure that the, the guys get something cool to go home with. Cool. Go home with. They're at home already. So <laughs> to stay home with, <laughs> we'll give them something cool regardless. Yeah, go out, stay home. You know, I went yeah. out this weekend and we went to uh, El Paseo, which out here in the desert in Palm Springs, California, where I live. El Paseo is kind of the mini Beverly Hills. It's the hot, real high-end shopping area. And it was a little depressing, I have to say. There was nobody there. Nobody, you know, half the shops were closed. Those that were open uh, were, were relatively empty. A handful of restaurants were open. Most restaurants are closed. Uh, and, you know, this, this uh, thing in the United States is just dragging on and on and on and on. And everybody has an opinion about it. I, I'm just trying to keep a high vibe about the whole thing. But when you go out and, and there's not much going on out there, uh, you, ha you have to find the positive in all of that. You know, the positive mm -hmm. was we got right into a restaurant, uh, sat outside, you know, away from mm -hmm. everybody else, of course, and, and had a lovely lunch and did some shopping. And it was nice. It just wasn't like the old days of getting out in the hustle bustle of, you know, a, a, a shopping mm -hmm. district like that, you know. You. So the, the world has changed. And yes. we, we've talked, we talk about that all the time on, on, you know, everywhere that we're together, the, the world changing and evolving and, and finding the positive in what's going on in the world always. But, you know, a lot of people are really pushing back on law of attraction and spiritual teachings and things like that just because of, they're frustrated. Mm -hmm. So we can kind of dive into that topic of, of, you know, managing frustration and managing the fear that can come along with everything that's going on in the world right now. Definitely. And I think um, there's a lot to be said for this. And obviously, we're planning on, on getting the stream up. I've even got some of my own questions that have been bubbling up with me and me and Olga. Oh, David knows your voice. The rest of you won't. My wife is called, called Olga. Um, we just came back from a holiday. So I've had a week of not really working. I did my group calls, um, but I didn't do much of anything really. It was hanging out at the beach and whatnot. And I had a lot of time to just sit and think and being around, um, we're, in a, we're in a hotel, it was very, very tightly managed how they did everything and what have you to make sure the social distancing and checking everyone and blah, blah, blah. But seeing so many different people, parts of mainly the US and seeing how they were dealing with, with life. Some of them, you know, maybe they're into our kind of stuff and some of them not. But it was just really interesting to see the diversity of, different energies and perspectives on how people are dealing with life right now um, and having the quiet time also to reflect on it um, and there's some there's some questions I've got <laughs> that will definitely come off the back of that for sure yeah so you you were in uh, do you want to say where you were yeah I was in we we're in Cancun we, we hung out in Max, Mexico City first um, and after on the way there and back because um, we do like to hang out there and get some good food and blah 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 um, but we were in Cancun for the week. 
And how was Cancun? Was it busy? Were there people out doing things, restaurants mm. open and things like that? We were in a resort, so the resort was, was closed off. Um, um, but we, we, we went out one of the days, but it was really weird. Because um, <laughs> it was like, everyone's ghosted. It's, it's really fascinating. Because I, we created a real bubble for ourselves here. Um, the extent of it really has been that Olga's been really bored. Other than that, we've really created quite a neat little bubble that um, current world events haven't really affected us as, as much as they have other people, including other people that live in the same place as we do. So it was, it was interesting to be so um, remarkably faced with... Right, so, for example, the first hotel we were in in Mexico City, we, we may have been, like, the only... There was not many people there. We stayed at the W Hotel um, this past weekend, and it was... You know, the W in London is what I'm used to. It's like always buzzing with lots of activity. Oh, yeah. That's like a 24-7, uh, it's almost yeah. like a club, <laughs> a hotel yeah, and a club, right? Yeah. Desolate. Yeah, <laughs> wow. Desolately empty. It was really, really interesting. Really interesting. You know, it's interesting that you use the term bubble because Michael and I have done that too. You know, we yeah. remodeled the entire house and backyard and mm -hmm. landscaping and everything right before all this happened. Mm -hmm. So we've just been spending all of our time here, you know, at our pool. Mm -hmm. And I've been doing a lot of cooking and a lot of eating, mm -hmm. unfortunately. <laughs> and, you know, he moved his, he built a house for his parents two blocks away and they're right there. Wow. And so we're kind of between the two houses now. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, our life has changed dramatically from the sort of very social atmosphere of Palm Springs to mm. being homebodies. Mm. Yeah, you know, I, I was a homebody more so in Seattle just because of the weather <laughs> demanded it. But you know, I moved to Southern California to be you know out and about and doing things in this whole social climate. And it's you know, I had about a year and a half of that, and then now I've got COVID. So got got, I don't have COVID. I have COVID to deal with. Yeah, yeah. So, COVID game. So yeah, so you know that was one of the reasons why getting out yesterday and going shopping was kind of shocking, because to me, mm. you know, the world's kind of let's learn how to live a little more with this. You know, whatever choices you're making and whatever your thoughts are about it, you know, get out and, and live your life as best you can and, and not, um, not limit yourself any more than you have to. Yeah. I guess that's my thoughts on it, but we can, we can talk to the streamer. You can talk to the streamer about that. Definitely. definitely. Then, I mean, I me, that would be a good conversation I'm, I'm more, to have. I'm more of a homebody myself. Um, so it's really interesting. Um, cause Olga's, a, well, you know, that people don't, so my wife is, um, Russian. By way of New York, so she's used to like the buzz of St. Petersburg and then the buzz of, of New York, and now we live like in a quiet beach town. So I'm like, I'm in my bliss. So in this whole thing, I've been absolutely fine, sort of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's just about you, you in the beach and being at the beach, yeah. and you can still yeah. do that, right? <laughs> exactly. There's no, no. Yeah. Thing. Well, you know, when this whole thing oh, broke, we were in Puerto Vallarta. Oh, yes, uh, right when all this started coming out and we went down there and you know i was very happy to see that in pv at the time it was business as usual yeah. there was toilet paper on the shelves and people out of yeah. restaurants and nobody wearing a mask <laughs> anywhere it was really business as usual yeah. and i it was refreshing for me to go down and be in that environment there weren't many cases uh, in mexico at that time yeah and then it changed so quickly while we were there it was supposed to be a pretty long stay and uh, we ended up cutting it in half and, and leaving wow. because everything was shutting down yeah. And I thought, okay, I don't want to be stuck down here if they're going to close the borders back into the United States, which was being and they threatened. they did do that. Yeah, so we just got back home. I thought, I don't know if I want to lovely drive through Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more of the tourist, uh, Mex you know, more of the, the yeah. more Mexican tourist destinations than yeah. trying to navigate a country that, that I don't know a lot about. So, yeah, so, yeah we decided to, to, to come home. But, you know, the, the, the interesting, the, the, I have a lot of social media presence and I am very mm -hmm. active in my social media accounts. So, I, you know, if people comment, I always interact with them. Mm -hmm. And the, the following on my TikTok following is growing like crazy, which I'm very happy about. I'm about to hit 30,000 followers on TikTok and I'm mm -hmm. meeting this whole new group of people. But I also get a lot of pushback on TikTok. And of course, there's trolls and I ignore all that. Yeah, but course. the people that don't understand you know, if I'm teaching law of attraction in one minute, in one minute bites, yeah. right? <laughs> don't understand. Of course, the argument is always, you know, how does someone attract, you know, being abused as a child? And how, you know, they don't understand yeah. that attraction mm -hmm. isn't about us ordering things up that we want and getting everything that we want. 
you know, attraction is based on, on your subconscious mindset and your really your what I call your default vibration, which is created by your subconscious mind. And you can get into the complexities of how a child could manifest something, but that's more than a minute conversation. That's a very deep conversation uh, that I get into readily if somebody wants to get into it. But what I found is a lot of people don't want to get into the conversation. I'm willing to go there with them and have the conversation. Mm -hmm. But they don't want to do that. They want to stay in that. I'm angry. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm a victim, or somebody else is a victim, and you know you're horrible for for putting this out there. Meaning me, that people yeah. attract things. And of course, I don't go on TikTok saying your child attracted X Y Z or that you yeah, did. You of know. Course. But they always want to liken it to that, and they get angry, and they never move out of that phase one of anger to trying to have a deeper understanding of how universal law works, and the fact that the universe is consciousness and that consciousness does not judge. And mm -hmm. since that consciousness does not judge, that consciousness is always just delivering what we're ordering up via our vibration, not necessarily our desires mm. because we all have this mix of fears and, and hopes and dreams and, you know, all of these things kind of swirling around. And that's why we're getting this combination of things. And it just seems like, I can't get past that step one conversation with people because they just want to be angry. They just want to be mad. And what I finally said to somebody, it was kind of funny too. Her comment to me uh, was that, and she's a white lady. I will preface mm -hmm. it with this. She says, I'm so sick of white people preaching positivity. <laughs> 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 and I'm like, okay, I'm so sorry. I'm preaching that positivity. One. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just really funny. And so she listed all of these, these horrible things that happen in our world and not understanding that, you know, positivity and law of attraction, when all these things are going, how can you be positive? And my response was, well, how are you solving these things? By being angry mm -hmm. about them. Mm -hmm. You know, tell me what you're doing to solve them. And she shut down. Mm -hmm. Because there's no argument for that when, when you're just going to anger, which is step one, and not going to step two and trying to solve it. And, and what I have found in my life and what I teach and I, I know you have found this as well. And that's why I'm bringing it up uh, mm -hmm. is, is get, get angry if you want to get angry, you know, but you've yeah, got to raise it. the vibration and go to a more positive place of understanding to solve anything. And we will solve the world's problems if more people come to understand that. I think it's um, part and parcel of what, you know, the stream shares is that we're human, right? The contrast is going to be there. The contrasting experience is what we've, we've come to sort of get something on what do you do once you've had the experience do you wallow in the disempowering aspect of it or do you use that to allow you to discern your preference it's, oh okay that's anger yeah what does that lead to no it doesn't really lead to anything i want okay next time now i've experienced it i don't need to go on that ride again what's next and go for that instead absolutely and it's it's you know going back to childhood stuff for me my life really changed when i went back and cleaned up the childhood transgressor stuff you know all of the mm -hmm. the nasty negative things that i that i remember from childhood and even things that i had to discover that i didn't remember from childhood going into those depths cleans up all of that negative energy that's waiting down there i always say this you know our vibration is always going up and down and polarity triggers us our, our vibration down but polarity doesn't present fear and doesn't present all of the negative stuff that's existing in us. That's our ego. And mm. polarity simply drags our vibe down where we're more susceptible to being pulled into those thoughts. Mm. So when people try to connect the dots between, okay, I, you know, I just want money. That's why I said mm -hmm. I want to start with money because, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with being all about manifesting money or not all about manifesting money, but being yeah. into manifesting all money. money. Yeah, money makes the world go round. That's that's yeah. you know that's the thing I had to make peace with because I've understood how to manifest money from a very young age, and then I did get to a, a point in my life where I realized, okay, this isn't really doing it for me. I need more, but I still came back to the fact that I chose to manifest on planet Earth as a human being at this time, and money is a factor for us. Yeah. And as long as we demonize it, we're really holding ourselves away from everything that's available to us, including travel mm -hmm. and experiences and helping other people and, you know, just general fun, which is why we're here. We're not just here to, to suffer on behalf of ourselves or others. 
you know, we're, we're here to enjoy life. I mean, the thing I, I, love, I love when people are like, oh, I'm, I'm manifesting the new earth and breaking this old paradigm and blah, blah, blah. But, and this is just one that I'd just love to share with the listeners, it's quit bothering being obsessed with manifesting the new earth when you haven't even developed any level of mastery with this one. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> that's really good, Dan. Thank you. That's <laughs> right? really, really good because that's that's so true. I hear so much about where, you know, we're going to shed 3D and we're going to go to 5D and 12D and everything's <laughs> going to be perfect. But you can't even handle 3D. Yeah. You, <laughs> 3D. I, you know, I don't think I've ever thought of it in terms of that. Because, I, <laughs> you know, the, the stream always says that we're not in danger of, of perfection anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what it is. They have their like, own smart-ass way of saying it, right? It's like, well, let's, yeah, like, yeah, this is the whole thing of like, oh yeah, you know, I'm I'm channeling the Pleiadian intergalactic doobie. What's it? And you can't pay the bills. Now let's yeah. just, let's just put that into context. Yeah, you yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely right. So over your own life, but you're running off to other dimensions. <laughs> let's dive into that with the stream. We're going to go to commercial sure. break. <laughs> when yeah. we get back, Dan is going to be talking directly <laughs> to the stream, and uh, he'll be asking them uh, these same questions. We'll be right back. Okay. Taya practice is changing lives all over the world. Listen to what just a few of our Taya Bootcamp graduates have to say. Taya practice has taken my professional life, me, to a new level of abundance and happiness and joy on a daily level of existence that I didn't even know was possible. This work is profound. If you do the Taya Bootcamp and maintain a daily practice, you will fundamentally change your life. It changes everything about you, and it, it, it will affect all other aspects of your life, your health, your, your career, your money, your relationships. And I think that certainly has helped with my anxiety, with my mental health. I'm realizing that, wait a second, I do deserve the best in life. If you're ready to release fear and old limiting beliefs and learn to truly trust the universe to deliver all your desires, then it's time for you to join Taya Bootcamp. Visit thestreamofdavid.com forward slash TYA today and book your free discovery meeting. We are here. Thank you for joining us, Stream. We're really excited to have this opportunity to converse with you and to, to tackle some questions that we've been we've been toying with so thank you for your presence here today proceed with your questions i'd first like please to invite your feedback on the concept of jumping to desiring to bring around the new earth when we've not yet found any level of mastery in our physical life here in this reality this density the, 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 the concept of new earth, uh, of course, the, the, these are all human created concepts. We, we will start with that. The, the, the idea of, of new earth is, is, is simply a higher perspective of the, the realm that you are already experiencing. And many have taken that idea, and, and of course, you are all creating your own independent bubbles of reality at all times. So, so there are certainly some that have taken the idea of perceiving your world from a higher perspective and, and morph that into a belief system that supports all of humanity creating a, an equal bubble of reality simultaneously. And, and th th there is a bit of a flaw in that thinking because you were all here on independent journeys as, as independent strands of what you would call soul consciousness. So therefore, every strand is, is, is entering vibrationally aligned with their point of entry, but also bringing with that consciousness all that they are, the, the, the eternal consciousness version of them. And, and you all have that higher version of you that, 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 that you're somewhat aware of. 
and, and, and that has been labeled many things, in, in, including deities and, and things of that nature, but you are all part of that, and there is a collective of that, and that collective consciousness has these independent strands, if you will, that are being perceived as independent strands, and, and that is how you manifest into a physical environment, and, that, and you as an independent strand of consciousness are here with a very specific set of intentions to have a, a unique experience. And your experience may be one where you are discovering teachings such as this, and you are learning to zoom out to, to our perspective, which you are part of, and, and see your world as the perfection that it truly is, and, and, and understand the true nature of that which is considered positive and negative in your world. But everybody is not on that same journey. And it's important to understand that this amalgam of all of these different strands of consciousness, each one having its own unique experience, even if the, 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 the form of being is very similar, the experience is not. Mm. That is what creates the expansion of your world and, and certainly contributes to the expansion of the universe, is all of these independent strands of consciousness experiencing physical reality, the polarity of physical reality in their own unique way, and allowing that polarity to shift vibrations and, and create these unique paths that are twisting, winding paths for each of you. And in your twisting, winding paths, you're going to have what you label contrast, which means positive and negative. But understanding that the things that you consider negative exist to inspire new positive. That is what is lost on many who believe that, that, that you are racing towards some utopian environment where you're all simply going to, to agree with one another. Mm. That is not the purpose of physical. You are in an environment very much like that in, in what we would consider your completed state, your, your non-physical state. The non-physical version of you exists that way, and you manifest physically for the contrast, for the positive and negative, for the people with whom you disagree, even vehemently disagree, for the ones that are delivering what you consider great contrast to your world. That all is there to inspire expansion. And when you view your life in the universe from the highest perspective where we reside, you come to understand that there is nothing going on on your planet that is permanent. There is nothing going on on your planet that is eternal. There is nothing going, there is nothing going on in your physical world that ends that which you are. When you view things from that perspective, you come to understand that there is no real death, that suffering is a matter of perspective, and that the, the things that you judge as negative in your world, we understand the perspective, but ultimately they serve a great purpose, and, and, and you are not in a state of eliminating these things. If you eliminate all negative in your world, your world will cease to be. Hmm. And I, I love that you reminded us that the utopian future that many refer to as the new earth doesn't include contrast. It's almost like running, running away from the contrast that we wanted in the first place because we forgot what we desired to experience. So thank you for that. Um, I, I want to take a slight pivot that falls along the same line. And that's when we start talking about physical and how that relates to worlds that we call planets or species as do exist in either of us. Now, we know that we, some of us would like to think that humans are the only beings in the universe and the entire universe circulates around us. But physical manifestations of consciousness, are they on the same journey that we are? Every physical environment, and, and, and there are truly endless physical environments, beyond your human comprehension, endless mm -hmm. physical environments. Every single one of them, the common thread is polarity. Mm. And the, the polarity that causes the shifts in vibration is the exact thing that creates expansion in, in all physical. So the, the common thread between physical environments is this, this thing that you label contrast. But the differences between physical environments are so vast that they are truly beyond your comprehension. And, and notice in your science fiction and notice even those 
who are experiencing the energetic realm often paint pictures of very earth adjacent, very human adjacent creatures. Mm. Th that is because anything really beyond something that you've already encountered on your planet it is, it is a bit beyond your comprehension. But the vibrations of, of these of these physical environments are vastly different. And we have been asked to, to, to get more specific in this. And the way that we can best describe it using David's vocabulary and in, in, in the human terminology of the English language is that consider the fact of difference of scale and, and, and difference of environment where different life forms can survive in, in unique conditions that are not the same as the conditions of planet Earth. So when you start speaking of extreme temperatures and things of this nature, you are speaking in, in your solar system terms and in earthly terms. The, the, the planet Earth, as you are perceiving it, has worlds within it that are not discernible to human beings at this time. Hmm. And planet Earth is a speck of dust in another world <laughs> and into infinity from there. I love it. So it's having the humility to recognize that whilst we are all special, everyone's special, but that doesn't take away from the specialness of any one of us. The, 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 the needing to believe that you're special is, is ego driven. And certainly we would guide you all to feel your worthiness and to, to love yourselves as we love you. Mm hmm because as independent strands of consciousness, it does not matter how, how vast the consciousness is, and it is truly endless, that there is no time and distance and space in, in forms of measurement in the energetic realm. It is all constant. So when you start speaking of, of, of worthiness or, 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 or being special, that is more of a human characteristic, needing to believe that, that your one-off being is special. All are special, of course. All are serving a purpose in the expansion of the universe. And, and, and we are all of it. Yet we can come to the, this very small gathering and communicate with you in, in this way. But this communication is only here for those who are vibrationally aligned to it. Mm. And most beings on your planet at this time are not. There are a set of teachings that, that can become very mainstream that we have delivered. And we very much guide David in his delivering of them to, to remember that there is a way to serve the audience in a way that they are ready to be served. But it is not about being special or chosen or anything of that nature whatsoever. And in fact, there is a lot of ego built into to those who consider themselves spiritual or, or awakened very often. There is a lot of superiority in all of that. And the true awakening is understanding that all strands of consciousness, all souls, all beings serve expansion. Even those that would never listen to these teachings or would completely <laughs> write them off. They are serving a purpose in expansion. And they do not need to be here learning this. They are not ready for it. And, and that does not make those of you who are superior. In fact, it, it, it brings you to understand that you are all here on this unique path. And it all serves the purpose of expansion. And we do guide you to feel good in your worthiness of finding your way here. Because you are understanding that the suffering that you have endured in your lives is the very thing that brought you to this space of needing to understand. Even if that suffering is simply viewing the suffering of others and judging it as something unwanted, and you are trying to make sense of it. Hmm. So not trying to work it out, being okay with it for what it is, which isn't necessarily being happy with the contrast, but being neutral in the observation of it for being what it is. Almost like when oh. you invite us to, to, to figure out our transgressors. Ultimately, appreciating your contrast and your transgressors as they are 
and appreciating what is offered in the contrast, even the abuse, if you will, but understanding that the true expansion is not stuck in the appreciation of it. True expansion is, is, is the solving of it, the moving beyond it. But the path to move beyond it for you or for humanity is finding appreciation for the transgressor. The, 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 the thing that humans most often get wrong, if you will, if there were any right or wrong, we are not judging it because you are on your perfect paths. But the thing that is incongruent with your desires hmm. is that you get angry and stay in the step one of anger very often. And we are speaking of all humanity, not you specifically, of course. Mm-hmm. And stay in that space of anger, wanting to label the deed as evil and the transgressor as, as, as evil and the one that is transgressed upon the victim. And nothing gets solved from that space ever. Mm. This is why you have things that recur on your planet over and over and over again and, and, and simply shift forms and never get truly solved. The solving of is, is always going to be rooted into moving up in vibration to appreciation of and understanding of and ultimately allowing any solution to, to manifest naturally. The solutions come naturally in high vibration, but when you're sticking yourselves in anger, you are holding yourselves away from the, the, the manifestation of the, of the solution. So wanting to hold the victim down in victim mode, stating that what occurred to them was not their fault and it was the worst thing ever and the one that did it to them was a monster, we understand your perspective on this, but notice that it does not change anything. It does not solve anything. This is why we guide you to move through that anger to appreciation and ultimately with the practice that we have delivered, find appreciation instantaneously. And when you do that, you are living the closest thing to what we would identify as an enlightened lifestyle as a human Uh, being on planet Earth. So the gift is for us in, and if we've got time, I'll, I'll, I'll touch on it, but the gift is in having these experiences and being able to use them as the gift to transcend into greater expansion, to add to the overall expansion of all, and to be able to sit with it and to say, this is, this, is, this is life, this is what I've chosen, this feels good. That is indeed the purpose of life. You have just described in a very short amount of words why you come to physical and the purpose of life, the purpose of your planet, and the purpose of all humanity. But that doesn't mean that we have to stay in um, toxic or abusive situations we can learn the lesson and move on to the next lesson, right? We guide you to, 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 if you have traveled far down the path of anything that is toxic or abusive, to remove yourselves from it, give yourself some space and in time and distance and allow the appreciation to emerge from a distance. Because when you are in the midst of it and you've got a cycle of it occurring and, and, and you believe that you're stuck, as soon as you get yourselves unstuck and away from it, you can begin the healing process. When you're in the middle of it recurring over and over and over again, it is far more difficult to move yourselves out of it. So so we are not guiding anyone to stay in any difficult or abusive situation. Quite to the contrary, move away from it, find appreciation from a distance, and understand, and we, we will wrap with this, understand that the, the appreciation is not about the transgressor. In fact, you do not even have to communicate your understanding of or appreciation for the transgressor directly to the transgressor if it is another being. You do not have to do that at all. You do this work from a distance so that you have the space and time to move your vibration up on the topic and allow a true solution for it. With much love, that is all we have. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> that was fun. We, we will be right back after this commercial break. is changing lives all over the world. 
Listen to what just a few of our Taya Boot Camp graduates have to say. I'm so comfortable in my skin and who I am that it just has completely changed my world. It's amazing. I'm so full of joy and clarity every day to feel this good and this amazing. I, as I said, there's, there's no words. I can't stress enough how wonderful this program is. I was living in fear. My life felt like it was a constant groundhog day. Every morning I woke up, I felt, oh, here we go again, you know. This is the first time I feel like I took control of my own life. Probably the best thing ever is that I've always dreamed of this kind of life, and now I am living it. I'm creating it, and it's not a dream anymore, it's reality. It's time to awaken to abundance with the Taya practice in Taya Bootcamp. Visit thestreamofdavid.com forward slash TYA today to learn more about the Taya practice and book your free discovery meeting. We are back with Dan Mangina. Am I saying that correctly, Dan? <laughs> Almost. Get Mangina, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's, it's right. Um, the, the languages is such a funny thing because obviously the those shapes and I'm learning because I'm, I'm learning Russian because um, I'm not going to be the only person in my house that doesn't speak Russian um, and it's looking at the letters so in Russian what we would say is an N is actually an I sound what we say is a, an R backwards actually is a, a Y sound what we say is a P is a R sound so it's really funny looking at how we take these little squiggles on a page and attach meaning to them <laughs> And then there's a right way and a wrong way to say it, depending on, on where you learnt the meaning of the squiggle. Yeah, and you just have to know. <laughs> that's, why, that's why last exactly. names can be so difficult, because they're unique. Exactly. And uh, mine has certainly been butchered uh, plenty of times throughout my lifetime, so uh, I, I well, understand. You're, you're still here. So. I'm still here. <laughs> that's why I go with the stream of David. You know, the irony yeah. about the, the stream of David is when I was first turned on to Abraham, uh, and told that I, you know, I was told I was a channel and I needed to pay attention to Abraham because what I was getting was, was very similar to that. I didn't want any part of it because I thought it sounded biblical. And I grew up <laughs> in the church and I, I didn't, you know, I, I had enough of that as a child and didn't want to go back into something that sounded like Old Testament, you know, Abraham. And, you know, I discover, I finally, Abraham, you know, hits me in such a way that I can't avoid it any longer. And I was very inspired by the teachings and, and, Esther's making it seem very, you know, comfortable to channel and all that. So I and took ownership of my channeling and started using it to help other people and then came out of the closet as a channel a few years ago and with the podcast and all that. So, you know, flash forward into all of that, when I go to name the podcast, I realized, well, I've always called this this thing that I channel my knowing. Uh -huh. And I've never really given it a name and, and I, I asked for a name because you hear all these people who, you know, channel, they've got Joshua and Joseph and, you know, all these names and usually a man, <laughs> right? <laughs> and I just kept yeah. getting, this isn't, it's funny when people refer to the stream as he, I'm like, the stream is not a he, nor is it a she, nor is it a we or they or anything, you know, it's consciousness. But I know that we, there's no human terminology to refer to consciousness other than consciousness when you're actually interacting with it. And so the stream just came to me, and then I decided to, to name my podcast The Stream of David, not realizing it was going to sound biblical to a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> Do people still think it sounds biblical? I hear that sometimes. Yes, it sounds biblical. The Stream of David sounds like something out of the Old Testament. I thought, oh, gosh, That's I did the same hilarious. thing. hilarious. Yeah. You know, absolutely hilarious. Yeah. I love it was it. just a, I love it. a happy accident, I guess. But Maybe you know, I love that joke. we call it The Stream because it's a stream of consciousness. It's not mm -hmm. Archangel... Gabriel or Michael or, you know, yeah. would you say the reptilians or the Pleiadians? <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't laugh at that. I channel. I get how weird it is. I do. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, no, aliens is alien names of um, the, the Kumquatch people from planet Zygog is, yeah. is fine. Channeling infinite consciousness is not. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I can't, you know, I I'm not trying to be judgmental thing. about other people's experiencing the energetic realm. I just, mm -hmm. I, I'm a real... Uh, let's get down to brass tacks kind of guy and get real solutions mm -hmm. from this stuff. And that's what the stream has been all about. It's very, you know, practical. This is how universal law works. This is how it can change your life. Uh, I think it's a, it can be a very soft and loving message depending on, you know, the interaction, but it's very no nonsense. And it's, mm -hmm. uh, the, the stream has said over and over again that anything that is beyond just thought 
that we are getting as human beings, we are always filtering that through our human brain. And we are the ones that are creating this scenario of you know human-like beings on other planets or, or whatever it is that we're actually constructing that. And it's okay because they're all tools, but it's our construct at the end of the day, all of it is, all of the, the tools mm. that we use, everything, because that's how we're experiencing it. So I try to strip away as much of that as possible and just get down to the consciousness without the pageantry of, you know, <laughs> of, of a human name and things like that. And I hope it serves, you know, the, the whole purpose is for it to serve the audience and give tools that will help people improve their lives and understand mm. the nature of our world better. And when you understand the nature of our world, it's a whole lot more fun to live in it, right? I agree. I agree. Yeah. And I think um, when we can just laugh about more stuff <laughs> and just bear in mind also that sometimes we're looking at someone and saying, oh, they sound a bit bonkers, but there's a million and one people looking back at us thinking that we look bonkers too. Sure. So it's better to just roll with the roll with it and have fun i say rather than well I, i've come to realize that fun is an important component to everything because if you're not having fun then why are you doing it you know i had a corporate job for years where i made tons of money but i was never having fun there was very little fun in fact when i was in that career field i was in the field i worked for the same company for 20 years and when i first started at the very low level I wasn't making a whole lot of money and I was so happy. I loved what I did. I worked in a building with the same people every day and I loved going and, you know, working with this group of people and sort of running this business like it was my own, even though I wasn't. Mm -hmm. And all I wanted was to move up and make more money. I've got to move up, got to move up, got to take on more responsibility. I need to be, you know, the, the district manager, the regional manager, the regional VP. And I made, I did all of that. And every time I moved up, I made more money and liked the job less and less and less. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was less and less fun. And it became very political at that highest level, reporting to the CEO. It, you know, it just was not fun. There was nothing fun about it anymore because all you do all day long is field complaints, very high level complaints. And so, you know, and, and there's some solving of problems, which I liked. But man, it's just it's just such a negative environment. <laughs> It was really just crushing my soul. And I'm so happy two and a half years later to be out of it and doing this all day long. Mm. You know, it just feels amazing to channel the stream and, 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 you know, hang out with people like you and, and Matt and Debbie and all the others that I'm on with all the time and to share this with the world and, and the, the coaching and all the things that I do. I love all of it. It's just so much fun to do this stuff and to help people help themselves and, and to, interact with other people who want to take control of their lives and don't want to feel like victims anymore and want to, you know, move on from their past and, and have a happy life. And you do the same thing all day. Yeah. I mean, I'm, again, you know, I think we're at this space where we're getting to witness um, what's possible when you allow yourself to be a vessel for consciousness to just do its thing and to, to celebrate that relationship to consciousness. Because there are people that would do this work and wouldn't be in joy with it, right? And there are people that would be in their element doing your previous job in the corporate environment. There are people that love it and love it and love it and love it. Um, when you're in your, everyone has their own unique thread, I say, the only thread that they represent in the, the, the universal tapestry. And when you allow yourself to be threaded rather than trying to fight the weaver weaving you in, your perfect place is found and there's just a joy that could be available to you being in that groove. That's a good point. You know, kind of flowing, you know, go with the flow. That's a saying that you hear all over the place. You don't really know what it means necessarily, mm -hmm. but that flowing vibrationally through your life experience and not pushing against any of it. You know, I started out this episode talking about how it was a little depressing to go shopping and, you know, not depressing, but just a little like, ah, oh, it's not like it used to be, you know, is it ever going to go back to the way that it was where you had this kind of, you know, energy out in a shopping area on a beautiful Sunday and that's not present anymore. But, you know, in my personal life, you know, staying here at home and not traveling and not going to, you know, events and stuff like that that I'm used to doing. I want to do retreats. I want to do workshops. You know, I'm doing a lot of things online, but not the in-person stuff that I want to do. But I will say that I've adjusted to daily life that right now is a lot of it is taking care of Michael's parents. Mm. You know, these, these two people that I met 
six weeks ago. And I'm over in their house cooking for them and hanging out and, you know, my dog loves them. And so we're kind of just over there getting to know each other. And it's sometimes it's entertaining and sometimes it's not. <laughs> and I'm just kind of flowing through the experience. And he was commenting on how amazed he is at, you know, how I've adjusted and how appreciative he was of, of my kind of diving in with him to do that. And I just thought, well, it's just the experience that I'm having. I don't necessarily think this is going to be the rest of my life, and there's probably more exciting times to come. I, I, I know there is. But right now, this is the, the perfect manifestation of this, this quiet period where there's not a lot for us to be distracted by so that I can get to know your parents and you can take care of them, and they need a lot of care, and get all of that stuff set up and squared away and really get to know them, and, and it's fine. It's just the experience that we're having. But if you're in an experience and all you're focusing upon is how miserable it is, how rotten it is, how you shouldn't be there, how it shouldn't be this way. Well, yeah, it's going to be a horrible experience for you. You know, even in the the experiencing the shopping area yesterday, I still had a good day. I still appreciated what was open and the stores that were open. I went in, there's a couple of shops that I haven't been in in years uh, that I went and shopped in. And we had a nice lunch and, it, you know, just you make the best of the scenario you're in by finding things continually to appreciate and that's my lifestyle now, but it could have gone the other way very easily. It could have been very easy to just say, oh gosh, it was terrible, it was awful, it was depressing. You know, I, I don't want to really leave the audience with that. It, it, it was a nice day. We had a very nice day. I'm happy that I was able to get out and be in the sunshine and do nice things and not just lay by the pool all day. I'm so type A that bothers, that does bother me a little bit to just lay around and do nothing <laughs> for a day. <laughs> I have the same thing as well. It's like, um, you always want to be busy. No, I just, don't like doing nothing. You may find it fun to just sit around doing nothing, but at least give me a book. You know, that's, that's fun for me. Just like sit around doing nothing. Yeah, I well, I, mean, I think there's some people that, that can really have downtime and enjoy it, and there's others yeah, of us. I agree. As long as we are in high vibration and enjoying whatever we're doing, whether it's you know, taking a relaxing day and doing nothing or really relaxing for 10 or 15 minutes the way I do and then moving on to something else because yeah. I get bored. I just I get bored. It on the head. It's the, it's the, it's the high vibe, the vibe. I yeah. You, you, you really hit it on the head there. Regardless of what you're doing or how you're doing it or how little or much you're doing it, are you in high vibe? Because some people look at my life and they say, you're always doing stuff. How do you ever cope? I don't feel like I'm doing stuff. I don't feel like I'm working. I feel like I'm just enjoying doing what feels right to do. <laughs> like, there's no pressure. There's no stress. It just feels good. But not everyone would feel Well, it goes right. back to we can't judge the experience of other people, even if they're doing mm. things that we really don't understand or really discern is not our preference. Yeah. It's not really for us to judge. I had this, uh, the, this, this boss's wife years and years ago, this guy I worked for in Florida, and she was very eccentric. She's a woman who's never worked a day in her life. She's always been rich. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so she's never had to answer to anyone. And she was very entertaining, very Southern. And she, we were at lunch one day for something. And she grabbed my arm and we were talking about someone you know, that worked for us. And she says, don't ever think for a second that everyone isn't doing exactly what they really want to be doing. <laughs> I thought, well, it's easy coming from someone with a trust fund to say that. Exactly. Right? <laughs> exactly. exactly. But at the same time, I kind of thought, you know what? She probably does have a point that at the end of the day, I, I see people that are in situations that they don't like, yet you offer them a way out. I, do, I see this in my business. I offer them a way out with solutions and they don't want to take the solutions or do the work for the solutions that they would rather stay where they are than to do the work. And that's okay. But ultimately the answer is they're not really motivated to change things. They want to stay where they are. And as a coach and a teacher, I have to accept that, that that's their reality. That's their theirs to discern. I have tools for them if they want them, but that old saying, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. It's right. very true. And, and who are we to judge the horse in the first place, right? It's not our, not our job to do that. Yeah, very good. Mm. All right, so we're wrapping up. So in our last couple of minutes, tell everybody where they can find you. Oh, sure. Um, I'm always on dreamwithdan.com. Um, uh, I'm Dreamer CEO on Twitter and Instagram um, for social. But you can get everything at dreamwithdan.com. And what I think would be um, lovely for, for everyone... I've actually got, um, I've actually got something on 
universal law, which I haven't actually shared on a public forum anywhere yet. I've only given it away exclusively. And it's just some little lessons that I did on applying universal law specifically. It doesn't go into the law of attraction. It goes to some of the other primary laws. But it's dreamwithdan.com forward slash laws. That'd be nice and exclusive, I think, for your listeners, because it's not something that they'll get somewhere else. So well, we'll give them that. Very nice. So that's where you can find Dan and his laws uh, and all of his other information. We're also, we are together on a YouTube show and podcast yes. every Tuesday at 1 LOA Today. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. Love, love that. Walt's so excited. Walt's like a kid in a candy store every single, every single time we hop on. I love seeing that. Yeah, it's. I always tell him he gives the stream the best workout of the week. I, I channel every day... If I channel on this show, I channel every day, Monday through Friday, somewhere mm-hmm. at this point. And hands down, that Tuesday show with Walt in that audience is the greatest workout the stream gets. I, I, I'm, I'm just, it's just amazing the questions that come up and the clarity that comes. Dan, thank you so much for being on. Thanks it's always fun me. to have you. We'll have you back really, really soon. And, and everybody that listened live and on tape, <laughs> whatever it is, thank you so much. Namaste. Hi, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you like what we shared here today, and if it inspired you to think differently, even for just a moment, I have something that you're absolutely going to love. It's a full 90-minute masterclass where I've condensed all the knowledge that I've acquired throughout the years after writing two books and helping hundreds of people change their lives. Take the action steps that I share in this masterclass. The only place that I share this is in these masterclasses aside from my Taya Bootcamp program. And if you know our teachings, you know that we're not about rainbows and fairy dust. We are about extreme ownership, claiming the power to transmute anything in your life to something positive, claiming the power to create your life exactly the way that you dream of it. So everything that you're going to learn in the masterclass is something that you can take and apply in your life as soon as you're done watching. So just go to the streamofdavidmasterclass.com and register and take this 90-minute masterclass. It will transform your life. Again, that is the streamofdavidmasterclass.com. Again, if you enjoyed this episode, you are absolutely going to love this masterclass. Thank you again. I'll see you in class.